what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of, as of right now, the playoff-bound Cincinnati Reds, believe it or not. All right, guys. If you found the show, do me a favor. Click that like and subscribe button. I'm up to 641 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, as you see, I'm doing the show live today. So if you guys got any comments or questions about anything I'm bringing up, have at it. All right, my University of Cincinnati Bearcats started off the season with a win. 55 to 20 versus Austin P. UC rushed for 276 yards on 41 attempts. They averaged 6.7 per yards rushed. On uh, total passing yards, the Cats had 249 yards. They were 17 of 26 with no INTs. Total offense, 525 yards. Desmond Ritter was 13 of 19 of 100 for 196 yards and two. TDs. Now, the Bearcats are also led tackles by Armin Gardner with eight. Now, eight, that's not, that's not that many to lead your team in tackles. Well, that's because, you know, the second half of the, the game, the Bearcats put in their, you know, third and fourth uh, string people. So if you guys saw my live hit I did earlier today, a lot of Bearcat fans are, well, I don't know if it's Bearcat fans, a lot of people in general were just saying, well, the Bearcats defense isn't what it's cracked up cracked up to be. Okay. Austin P is playing their third game of the year. And now this is the end of their part of the season this year. They're not going to start playing again until January or February or something like that. So they played their starters the entire time. Now, one of those ones versus ones, the Bearcats shut them down. They gave up three points. Now, Austin P had their starters play the whole time. And it gets our third and fourth stringers. For some of these guys, that might be the only game that they get in. So the starters for the Bearcats looked pretty darn good, if you ask me. And Reader looked pretty good, too. Uh, the Bearcats are taking on South Florida next Saturday at 3.30. And that's on ESPN Plus again, which is irritating because, like, we're 13th in the country. You know, I thought that was part of the deal that ESPN had that, you know, we're only going to put the good teams on ESPN and the bad teams on ESPN plus. Well, I think their thinking is, which kind of makes sense. They want people to subscribe <laughs> to ESPN plus. And if you have all the garbage teams on there, nobody's going to want to be on there. But I just think it stinks that the Bearcats are on their back to back weeks. It'd be nice if they put us on, you know, ESPN, ESPN two, Something like that. But either, either way it goes, I think the Bearcats are off to a good start. Now we'll find out what happens when the Big Ten comes around and they start playing and find out where we're ranked. We're going to drop. I know where, no matter what we play. And the thing is, it irritates me. I mean, being a Bearcat fan, I mean, I think it was stupid that Big Ten and the Pac-12 were not going to play. Okay, But I was kind of like, hey, that's an opportunity for the Bearcats, you know? And people were picking them as a team to get into the 
playoff, you know, the, the final four playoffs. I mean, Desmond Howard did it on the very first game day. So that was exciting for Bearcat fans. Now, I mean, if they didn't let Central Florida into the playoff pitcher, one they went, what, undefeated for two years? <laughs> They're not letting the Bearcats in no matter what we do, unfortunately. That's just the nature of the conference that we are in. Um, all I can say is hopefully that maybe the other ones will expand again and we can get into the ACC or Big 12 or something like that. That would be great. But as of right now, we got to stick with what we have, and that is the American Athletic Conference and being on ESPN+. Plus. So, anyway. All right. Believe it or not. Now, I don't know. Six weeks ago, I am ripping David Bell. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you've got to be fired. you got to do something. You know, you got to change something because the way that Red's team was playing was awful. They looked like they didn't care. They weren't giving professional at-bats. We were blowing all these great pitching performances. I mean, and then slowly but surely, the bullpen started coming around. And I don't know if you guys watched the games that much this weekend. I know the NFL was on, but the Bengals weren't on. So the Reds won a series against the Chicago White Sox. And the Chicago White Sox are a pretty good team. And they, they clinched their division already. The Reds held their own. I mean, they did awesome. I mean, I got a quote here from Michael Lorenzen. This is what he said about the White Sox. I knew having the White Sox come in here was a, was a huge test for us. I think that we've definitely passed that test. We've proven to ourselves that we belong in the playoffs. To me, that's a big part right there. They've proven to themselves that they belong in the playoffs. He go, goes on to say, we need to keep moving forward, keep pushing, keep doing what we are doing. We cannot stop. We don't have time, which they don't because they got us such a terrible start. Uh, and we have to keep moving forward. So these are all great things that's going on with the Reds right now. The way they're playing, they're making professional at-bats. I mean, I've seen them moving guys over, which is one thing they were not doing at all. They're still hitting a ton of home runs, which – uh, that's baseball right now, but I know I saw a stat not long ago. Had um, uh, it was on Reds Reds Live, and uh, the uh, top five teams I think who were leading uh, the major leagues in home runs were, and the Reds were like second. They were none of them at the time were winning teams. The Reds are at five hundred right now. They are. If the playoffs ended today, we would be in the playoffs. That is awesome. Well, the Reds, they have won seven out of the last eight games. They got a big one coming up starting tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers. They got a court in their Brewers have their best pitcher going tonight. They got Corbin Burns. He's got a 1.77 ERA, which is first. Because I, it wasn't first before because he didn't have enough innings. Now he has enough innings, so he's first in the National League. And he has 13.3 strikeouts per nine innings. So the Reds have got them their work cut out for them. Now, another thing, when the Reds do, when they do make the playoffs, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm, the way they're playing, I don't, okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. We'll find out more. I, I think they looked really good and very excited about the way they played against the Chicago White Sox because the, the Reds have not done good at all during um, interleague play at all. They haven't done 
and they've lost both of them until this weekend against the White Sox. So they got a big series coming up with the Milwaukee Brewers. That starts tonight at 640. This is going to be a crucial game or fight with them to get into the last uh, playoffs. So when the Reds make the playoffs, they only have 10 members of the 2020 roster who have ever been in the playoffs, ever. So like I said, they got a big game coming up tonight, 640. Uh, so it's three, three against the Brewers, and then they got three more to end the season against the playoff-bound Minnesota Twins. So these are some very crucial games. Like Michael Lorenzo said, they, they can't stop. They, they can't take time to breathe. <laughs> you got to keep going, keep pursuing, and keep getting after it. Now, another interesting thing I posted on Sports with Strawberry Ice and on Reds Country, Trevor Bauer has a chance. It's an article, sorry, from The Athletic that Mo Egger wrote. But Trevor Bauer has a very good chance of being the first ever Cy Young Award winner for the Cincinnati Reds. I cannot, that is unbelievable. We are the oldest franchise in professional baseball, the very first one. And we've had so many Hall of Famers with so many great teams from the 70s. And we had the 1990 you know, World Series team and all, all these great teams we had. We've never had a Cy Young Award winner. We actually, we had the great Tom Seaver who, just passed away a couple weeks ago, he, and he won the Cy Young Award, but he never won it as a Red. But one thing he did do, he had his very first no-hitter as a Red. So that's one thing that's, that's just very interesting, that in all these years that the Reds have been ex- in existence, we've never had a Cy Young Award winner. So hopefully Trevor Bauer can do that. And I have a question for you guys. What do you think the chances are of – the Reds re-signing Bauer because um, he only wants to do one-year contracts, and they've got a lot of guys that they're going to have to pay, especially if Nick Castellanos, Nick the Great, uh, decides to stay. They have to pay for him, which he could opt out, and that could be another guy that uh, could be a big free agent that the Reds have to decide if they want to pay the money and sign. So if Nick opts out and Bauer's already out because he's a free agent, that is, I don't know if you could sign both of them. I mean, me personally, I love Nick Cassianos. I think he's been a great member for the Reds. I personally hope he stays. <laughs> you know, I really do hope he stays. But if you're coming down to one or the other, I think you have to try to keep this pitching staff together. Because if we get into the playoffs, this just this year, when we get in the playoffs, in the first round, it's only a five-game series. You got Bauer, Gray, Castillo, nobody is going to want to play the Reds because we can end it really quick in three games. So hopefully the Reds will get in there and we will make some noise. All right, we got some Bengals news today. I know everybody's all worried about the offensive line. It's okay. The Bengals have taken care of it. They fixed it all. (laughs) They signed, re-signed Alex Redman to the practice squad. Now that's uh, purely tongue-in-cheek kidding there but they did sign him to the practice squad i posted it on sports strawberry ice that i don't think you'll see the field anytime soon but hey you never know the way this offensive line has played the last two games i mean he's not gonna play this sunday there's there's no way um but you never know i mean worse things that happen i would personally like to see them try to uh, try the rookie, Adenajai. See how he does at right tackle. 
another thought thought is Fred Johnson. I kept I keep banging the Fred Johnson drama. I was banging it, banging it all all summer and everything, thinking he should be the left tackle or excuse me, right tackle. And they put him in the game uh, Thursday night at guard, and he was terrible. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe he shouldn't, but maybe he's more suited at left tackle than he is guard. I keep saying left tackle, right tackle than he is at guard. So that could be a possibility uh, for next Sunday. Zach Taylor said in his press conference that all options are open, that all options are on the table. Uh, he's just looking to put the best guys out there. And I tell you what, I mean, if the Bengals can fix that offensive line, I'm saying this is for next year, they can fix that offensive line, and that's all they do. Just say that's all they do. They, they fix that offensive line. The Bengals are going to the playoffs. Because I'm just telling you, Joe Burrow is that good. You keep him upright and give him time to throw the ball and pick these guys apart, no matter how good or bad our defense is. Because Thursday night was basically a shootout. I mean, if the Bengals could have got one stop, one more stop, that's all I wanted them to get was one more stop and tie the game up and just watch Baker Mayfield crumble under the pressure, that would have been awesome. So anyway, we'll see what's uh, going on. Bengals take on the Eagles, the 0-2 Eagles, uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock. So it'd be a good, interesting game, both of them 0-2. We'll see what's going on. Hopefully the Bengals can take the win. All right, guys. Well, since it doesn't seem like anybody wants to talk, I guess I'll just end the show for today. And I will do it, as I always do, with my Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. I also invite you to follow me on all my social media platforms. That is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like I said, YouTubers, we're doing awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, I'm up to 641 subscribers. That is awesome. And other than that, that's your sports, baby. Take it easy, guys. See ya.